Uh, so I guess the burning question is, is uh, everybody wants to know, in fact, I saw a really good uh, thing just before I hopped on here. It said, uh, how long did it take you into the the halftime show for somebody to lean over politely and ask if Rihanna was pregnant? <laughs> About two minutes. About two minutes. <laughs> because so, the, uh, she was up in the sky. So then as yeah. she starts falling down, then it's like, what is that? Yeah, my yeah. wife's over here like you know googling and then like comes up her she had a kid in 2020 how could she still look yeah. like that or 2022 and I'm like i don't think that yeah google's but. going crazy right now with that <laughs> twitter she said is it was, crazy. yeah she said it was uh uh whatever that, whatever that is on twitter where it's uh prime time trending trending that's it yeah I, I'm, I'm not trendy we wouldn't know <laughs> All three of I us wouldn't know what trending means <laughs> i didn't watch the halftime show that's when i got up and picked up some laundry and stuff and uh I started getting text messages, and mm. I was like, I'm just going to let the internet tell me if it was bad or not. Oh, yeah. And that was a was... predominant conversation. Yeah. Well, and I thought, you know, if she's not pregnant, how horrible for her, mm. you know? But well, then there was one, one point where she... sent last year. Yeah, yeah. There was one point she grabbed her belly, and I was like, okay, for sure. Yeah. And then one of the commentators came on, and he's like, well, uh, one thing's for sure, Rihanna is not... And he took like a... Like, no pun intended pregnant pause he said one thing rihanna is not is afraid of heights and i was like oh everybody like probably on the edge of her seat before we get to the episode today i want to thank our sponsor surf prep sanding whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders dust extractors or abrasives surf prep has what you need to take your project to the next level i've been using surf prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products the amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. Thanks to Surf Prep for sponsoring today's episode and all of the uh, previous episodes. Uh, they've been a fantastic partner of the Maker Lounge podcast, and it's a great family-run uh, operation. And we are also going to be doing a live uh, podcast recording from WorkbenchCon this year. And uh, so we're going to have Skyler there, and he's going to represent Surf Prep. It's going to be awesome. And Joe uh, Joseph with JoJax is going to be uh, doing the production of that episode. So uh, you want to check that out. If you want to be invited to that, uh, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Sign up to be a Patreon member of any level starting at three bucks. And that's less than your cup of coffee. And that's huge. Joe Jax is going to record it and produce yeah. it? Yeah. It'd be awesome. Sweet. All right. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. This maker has more lasers, sanders, and CNCs than I have brown hair left in my beard, and he keeps them busy with a variety of awesome projects under his business handcrafted by Trey. Trey is back to co-host and lounge. And he will not be co-hosting alone, because that would just be hosting. To join him in this co-hosting opportunity is another co-host we've had on the show. This guy tinkers so much, Tinkerbell has filed for unemployment from st <laughs> from stamp making to CNCs and metalwork. His curiosity for the arts has given him a great and diverse portfolio. Welcome back, Dean Duplantis to the lounge. <laughs> And apologies to Tinkerbell. <laughs> Wait, what? Two co-hosts? What is this? The View? 
God. Your people dad love, jokes know no bounds. People love these dad jokes. They're so good. Well, we've decided to flip the script this week and give them full control of the bell. Insert bell. <laughs> because these guys are going to be the ones taking the questions. And uh, as we do a recap episode of the previous 20 episodes of the podcast. So, Trey and Dean, take it away. <laughs> so, the very first thing going through the episodes that I want to ask you is, where do you come up with these intros? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I probably, I laugh. I'm sitting there... <laughs> writing these sometimes while i'm sitting on the couch and my wife will just look over at me like what are you doing and i'm just like i'm just giggling and uh what's funny is we um you know when i read them i watch your guys's reaction i watch the guest's reaction and then it starts tickling me my wife thinks that i'm laughing at myself which i kind of am <laughs> but i'm watching the reactions like uh i had derek on last week and watching him just snicker like he couldn't even put his head up. He just was snickering because he knew the intro was coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I I I try to like wrap up, you know, the person, the guest in a couple sentences, and uh, that's not something. As you know, Trey, you were on the first few episodes. We I just hit record and we just started talking, yeah. and um, my wife was like, she listened to the first couple episodes and she was like, you just kind of didn't do an intro you were just kind of like hit the ground running and i was like yeah i didn't know what i was doing like <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you still had the the music or the intro music we just didn't do much of a intro write-up but they've yeah. come so far in that alone yeah some of the um i have some some of the clips of some of the the intros i asked the patreon members you know what was your what are your you know best moments and stuff of the of the episode so far and i think the intros have been have been pretty fun for them uh and i was like well do you guys tune out after the intro or <laughs> i'll tell you as a listener what i like about the intro is it shows to me that you're prepared yeah like you know you've looked into your guests more than just superficially and you're prepared so the more nuance or surprise the guest is at the intro uh, it almost it reminds me of there's this uh, guy Nardwar he interviews rappers and he always knows like these facts that they're like how do you know that and so when you say things that really get the guest I'm like okay yeah. so Matt's well versed and he's looked into this person a little bit yeah well you know we first started the uh, podcast I my my goal was to have one recording a month and I was like well I don't have time to you know necessarily do a podcast and. Eventually, other things just started taking the wayside, uh, and in play, and the podcast took its place. But I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to record," you know, like we did with with both of you guys. So Trey, you were episodes one through three. Dean, you were episodes four through six, um, and we recorded those in, in kind of like one sitting. Well, Dean, yours was two sittings, um, but that was kind of the the ultimate goal. And then I didn't. I found out that I didn't have time to react to the feedback um, from, an, you know, one episode to the next because people would make comments and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you like that? Okay, well, then I can adjust the next episode for that. And then one thing that came up was the intros. And um, somebody's like, oh, I like the intros. So I realized that bulk, doing them in bulk, I wouldn't have had the chance to do an intro 
that would catch the guest off, you know, or be fun because you're in the middle of recording or you're recording all the intros kind of at the end and, I, you know, it would lose its flavor a little bit. Um, one of the one of the episodes that uh, the Patreon members liked was this one. She's an ex-cardiac nurse, now small business owner, but her days of working on hearts isn't over because she has captured the hearts of makers all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the one and only Christy with Oak Hill Millworks. And in Christy's words, this guy likes ducks, not getting haircuts, and is always fixin' to do something. <laughs> I agree with all of that because this duck loving maker always keeps us on our toes trying to figure out what he's going to make next. <laughs> and he's giving your nasty looks. <laughs> Nick with Stated Woods Co. is here. Yeah. That, that was a good intro. So how did you know about the ducks? Uh, well, so one thing I started doing in um, when I'm scheduling is I started having uh, using an app uh, called Calendly. So when I get ready to have a, a guest on, there's a series of questions that I have them fill out. And I also do a, a little pre-check I put in there. Um, you know, give, give me some information. What do you want to talk about uh, in the episode? And so actually on that one, Christy uh, filled it out for Nick. So she put in there about the ducks. But I, I've also followed Nick for, for some time and knew that he had, you know, he puts, puts on his stories and stuff about the ducks. But yeah, it was, uh, that was pretty funny to catch Nick off guard with that one. Because uh, he wasn't expecting that. Christy, of course, she knew because she was the one that that wrote it. <laughs> and so I guess part of the reason for this episode is Trey and I were early guests or co-hosts on this podcast. And so we're supposed to talk about growth. I don't remember filling out a, a sheet like that, an intro no. sheet, Trey. No, not at all. No. <laughs> so how far into your journey did you incorporate that? Uh, so about, I want to say probably seven or eight episodes ago. When I started uh, to kind of, I think I was getting ready for January and I was like, okay, what's the, what's the new year going to look like for guests? And then I had, um, I had talked to quite a few different guests and I was like, how am I going to manage all this through messenger? And, you know, people's lives are busy. Um, I had guys like, like Jimmy, uh, who was coming on and, and Jimmy told me in the message, he's like, you have to remind me 20 times. And so he's like, I, I will forget or I'll, you know, I'll get distracted or whatever. He's like, remind me 20 times. So in like a couple weeks time period, I would, I'd send him like settle hands or whatever. And finally I texted him and I said, Hey, uh, just want to make sure we're on for today. Cause I hadn't heard back for a couple of days. So he's like, yeah, yeah, we're on. Uh, so that the Calendly app actually puts it on their calendar and it puts it on my calendar. Um, and then I send them, it, it gives me their email and all that kind of stuff, which is great. And then that's, I sent out the link to them, uh, for the, for the stream through that. So it was, it was more of a thing that I had to do because managing who was coming up, um, and everything, um, was, was becoming too much of a burden because I did not plan to do these every week. <laughs> now let's back up and let's not get too personal. You can edit this out if not, but you texted me that same day, like two hours before, and said, he's not responding. I don't know what I'm going to do. He's not responding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, I might need a fill-in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, w I was getting kind of nervous, you know. Um, and then there there's others who I've messaged, and I'm like, hey, just, you know, looking forward to tonight. They're like, I didn't forget. I'm like, I, I, I didn't say you were. You know, just, <laughs> that's cool. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, everybody's got different schedules. There's, there's different personalities, different. Um, I mean, some people do this full time and actually if you do it full time, you're less inclined to be available on a Friday night or a Sunday night for something like this. It's, uh, it's usually people who don't do this full time. who are like, yeah, I'll jump on on Friday night. Sure. No problem. <laughs> So why, you know, I always liked the fact that you were doing a bulk recording and releasing multiple episodes like you did with ours. What was the prompt to make it shorter, make it more frequent? Uh, well, I, I had a, quite a few people who I had been talking to about be, getting on the show. And um, so then I was like, well, how am I going to, these personalities don't fit together, so I can't put them all together. And I really want to showcase you know, this person or that person. I don't, I'm trying to remember who my first individual guest was. It might be Izzy or I was going to have Izzy on. And I started to kind of like, I really wanted to just focus on Izzy and I didn't feel like I could put other people in episode with him. Sure. And after that, I started to go, this is, this was fun. Like uh, just to kind of have a one-on-one um, conversation but I didn't want the podcast to only be that. Like, I still want to sprinkle in, you know, the, like I had Scott and Suman on uh, for a holiday wrap-up episode. And those guys were great. I mean, it was so funny, uh, that episode. If, if, they haven't, if you haven't listened to that episode, you go back and listen to that one. It was a lot of fun. So it's, it's fun to mix it up uh, and just have different guests and you know, sometimes it's one-on-one. Sometimes it's it's something like this. Today we're having a holiday feast, uh, and John with Lincoln Street Woodworking was supposed to bring the food, but he's walking uphill in the snow both ways. <laughs> and I'm hungry. Yeah. Where's my food? Dang it. <laughs> Suman brought his holiday chia pet, and Scott has the clap. Uh, I mean, the clapper. And that clapper. is how you know it is the sign Christmas is here. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you think about it, back in the day, that's that would like literally turn somebody's lights off. Now it's like, hey, Alexa, turn the light right. off. Yeah, that's right. Clapper was the first, and I can't say Alexa. it because then, then my podcast might shut off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. So you will continue to maybe do both. Yeah. I'll tell you, one of my favorite episodes that you did with two co-hosts were, I think it was 9 and 10 if I'm looking right, but you did Dave Mao and then you did Tyler. And it was, you know, one of them truly acted as a co-host and y'all interviewed Dave. Yeah. And then they swapped. And I was like, oh, how interesting. Because I, I did listen to those back to back. And to have them like get up and switch seats, basically, was a really neat. You don't hear that on a lot of podcasts. And I think, you know, everybody has a podcast, it feels like. I think all of us right. have podcasts, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, to find ways to make yourself different or, or special, I think, is part of the charm. So don't take the easy way out and do it like everybody else. I think still, yeah. still bring in the mashup, still do the hangout for sure. Yeah. Uh, one, one guess that, so I had Jason bent on and you know, he talked about Sedge a lot. Um, for those people who aren't familiar, Jason bent is, he, he basically moved up near Festool So that way he could be close to Festool headquarters and, uh, eventually do an internship up there. And his conversation was really interesting and uh, set, the name Sedge kept coming up. Uh, anybody who knows Festool knows Festool Sedge. And I was like, I need to get him on. And I said, Jason, would you come on as a co-host? So that's something that we're, you know, I'm trying yeah. to get lined up. Um, 
uh, yeah, I think that's really fun because especially once somebody's been a guest on the show, then they're they're comfortable enough. Like both of you guys are comfortable enough coming back and doing that. So the episode with Tyler Trey was the was the uh, co-host on that one. No, you were the co-host with uh, with so me and Rod and then Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think Dave came back on as a co-host for um, for Tyler's episode. So that that's also something that I found pretty neat is like I I didn't know Rod from anything you know and obviously that was our first episode your first episode, um, but now we're good friends you know because of it and we didn't know each other but our conversation still rolled same you know I've known Dave forever but yeah uh, when Dave and I got on there it was <laughs> that's what I kind of like about the just the you know uh, the Maker Lounge style yeah. You know? Well, th- that that episode when I had uh, 3D Dave on that, I'm going to play this, the intro to that episode right here, which brings me to our guest for today. I'm talking about the man who puts the big D in 3D. Mr. 3D <laughs> Dave himself is joining us and talking about 3D printing. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm like, which D is it? <laughs> which D are we talking about? So that that was a, a lot of fun. That's actually when I started to do the intros. I, I started to kind of find my vibe, you know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. the, the big D, uh, 3D Dave. <laughs> and uh, people really loved that. Yeah, they started, mm-hmm. uh, you know, started picking up on the intros. And so now it became kind of like an expected type of thing. Well, speaking of the big D, I mean, what's been the neatest thing you found out about somebody while researching for these intros or... You know, maybe something they shared about themselves you picked up through the intro. Um, through the intro, I would say um, reading about Jimmy's past, because uh, I think everybody, you know, sees Jimmy and, and they just know that Jimmy's always been Jimmy. Um, but when I started researching, you know, not a lot of people have an IMDb, uh, a Google, a Wikipedia uh, so you could really find out, you know, things if you if you start digging. <laughs> um, but reading about Jimmy and I, I was like, oh, his brother. OK, so then I started reading about um, I, I had forgotten that his brother was in show business. And, you know, so that connection and how he got involved in all that kind of stuff uh, really kind of helped drive that conversation. And so the, the intro actually set up the conversation. And uh, so, so that's that's another thing that if, if there's something that I really want to talk about, I didn't want the episode with Jimmy to be the same as the other episodes with Jimmy on other podcasts, you know, because they all talk about making fun, which we did talk about that uh, show. Uh, but I, I really wanted to talk about like his beginnings. He was, you know, in toy making and things like that. And so I think, you know, just kind of learning more about him made me like him even more. That I mean that that alone is just impressive. His backstory. I mean, we all know the basis of it, but being able to dig into whatnot, every you asked you you went deeper into it than a lot of people would hand him the reins and just let him talk about what he you know does now kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. And I think that's something you've developed over you know nineteen episodes. Uh, if I can say, I I think you were very gun shy when we recorded. Oh, very. Um, I, I, <laughs> I think you had trouble controlling what was going on in the room. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we went off a little deep sometimes, but I found as the episodes have gone on, you've actually gotten more active. Uh, what's that 
process and growth been like for you learning how to control the conversation a little better? Yeah, I think uh, one thing that's really helped me is sitting on my left-hand side here is I've got my iPad. And so I've got uh, you know a list of questions. I over-prepare for the conversations. And I think it's best to over-prepare. And I, when I first started doing this, it kind of bit me because the episodes would go super long because I'm like, I've got a list of questions. I'm kind of a type A person where I'm like, I have, you know, I have my list of questions and I, I got to check them all off. But then I would say over the last three or four episodes, there's just a point where you're like, okay, the, the listener is going to probably stop listening. You know, we've recorded for about an hour. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. I've got a list of questions. Let's, if I can, I'll get to it in the after show. Um, but you know, some, some conversations we didn't talk about things that I really wanted to talk about and it's okay. Uh, you know, and especially if, if, uh, you know, it leaves a little bit of mystery or something, then, you know, you have them back on maybe at some point, you know, it's, there are, like we talked about, you know, just leave a little bit to the, you know, a little bit of intrigue, uh, so people can go check you out. And so under your list of questions, do you have a list of dad jokes you're going to work into the episode <laughs> that's actually so, somebody asked me uh they said you know i noticed that there are some some jokes you sprinkle in there and i'll be honest with you the, the ones that are in the mid-roll uh episode i those aren't prepared the ones that are in the intro i'm i'm very prepared for but sometimes you know the inspiration comes and you just i'm like well i I edit this thing, so if, if I didn't like how it played out, I can always tune it out. Here's a clip from episode seven with Brendan from the All American Maker episode. Obviously, I'm a dude. Right, right. <laughs> so I resonate with dude stuff, but I've actually had a lot of women ask, like, hey, where's the, the, the woman woodworker or the woman leather worker, or, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. So I think that's definitely coming because... I, I want the brand to represent everybody, not just like a narrow field of people. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they all have to have beards, though. So I, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to have to, the, the bearded lady, the bearded lady. <laughs> I think that I yeah. think you need to make that incorporate that. Well, while we're talking about things you've changed over time, what are maybe some moments in episodes that led to changes in your podcast, you know, watershed moments that this happened a certain way. And I either like that and I want to perpetuate that, or I didn't like the direction that was heading. So let me put in some checks to make sure we don't go down that road again. Yeah. Uh, I think having the game, uh, prepared, uh, ahead of time really helps if the conversation is going a route that I don't want it to go, or I can tell it's, it's going to be a super deep type of thing that maybe the listener is going to tune out on. Sometimes that's when I say, "Hey, um, you know, we've got a we've got a game here, and so we'll we'll play the game." And so now I'm divulging all the secrets. So now if, if you're a, a guest on the show and I throw like, <laughs> "Hey, the game, let's throw the game out there," you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute." Um, and sometimes it's also a cutoff point, right? Like if you've been recording for 50 minutes and you still have maybe four or five things you want to ask, you can always throw the game out there. If the game bombs, you can go back to the questions, right? Um, if, but if the game takes off and it's great, that's a perfect way to end the episode. And so I've shifted, um, I, I hold the game back now and then I use it as kind of an interjection point. And if I like how the game ended, that, that will be the end of the episode. Um, or if there's like, 
if I so poor poor Christy and Nick when I did the episode with them we played a, a game called the Scott Suman game we dubbed this game the Scott Suman game the Scott Suman game <laughs> <laughs> and you have to say it all as one word. And that's literally how I had it typed. So in the Scott Suman game, uh, it was obviously when Scott and Suman were on, and I hadn't named the game yet. <laughs> so I had Nick and Christy on to do that. Well, I threw them some zingers. Like, they were they were tough questions. Like, I wouldn't even be able to answer them. So as I'm asking the questions, I'm going like, oh, man, these poor guys, they're going to hate me for, the, for these questions, you know? And so, like, after that one, I was like, okay, let me ask a few few more questions following the game. Like, I wouldn't want to end the episode on something like that, you know. Um, they did they did fantastic. And, you know, obviously, kind of answered the questions. But um, so that was that was kind of something where I'm like, okay, I need to I need to frame up the game in a way that it's not going to be like super difficult. It could just be more fun. So what's your favorite game? Uh, I know we played the yes-no game and, and a few others. So what, yeah. what's been your favorite game or uh, inter- introduction? Yeah, uh, the yes-or-no game, that was one that you know we played with, uh, with P and, and Rod and you um, in the first few episodes. And that one is kind of, obviously, it's the first few episodes, so that one kind of stuck through. Um, but then I was like, well, when I had one-on-one guests, um, I was like, well, I can't play a yes or no game because it's just kind of like i'm just asking them the same questions you know like so i was like let me throw out rapid fire and so rapid fire is probably my favorite because kind of going back to my list if i've got some questions that i i want quick answers to and just to satisfy my curiosity or just be something interesting like i had i asked derek you know hey do you play an instrument and uh you know so that was just that was interesting and then it kind of he took the conversation somewhere. Um, so it's a way for me to kind of ask a, a broad sense of, you know, broad questions and just get kind of a feel for the person. Nice. I, I do. I, rapid fire is always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like the game that you add in there and I like how the game has grown and gotten more organized for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there new segments on the horizon that, you're going to work in kind of like how you have the game and you've got the intro. Do you have other little things you're thinking about working in future episodes? So one it's, it's difficult because, um, it, you know, you, I want to keep the game cause that's kind of something that's, that people are, have come to expect. And, you know, I think people enjoy it and they don't know which game it's going to be or whatever. So that's, there's another, like, I guess it, you've, it's like price is right. You know, when you get called up to the stage, you're like, okay, what game am I going to play? You know, and then they reveal the game. And you're like, oh, okay, that's the game I'm going to play. So that's the kind of approach that I'm taking with it is, yeah. I, you know, I don't give anybody any forewarning of what the game's going to be kind of until we do it. And um, so there's a little bit of mystery there, I think. Um, if you're if you're listening to the episode, you're like, okay, I know, you know, Matt's going to play a game at some point. What game is going to be? And so, um, you know, hopefully people are enjoying that. Uh, as far as what's coming in the horizon, it's hard to, I, you know, I want to keep that segment, but usually the guests have, have been phenomenal. They like, they just have blown me away. And, and we've been talking for, you know, an hour and then we're just now playing the game and I'm like, what else can I squeeze into this? You know? So 
I, I've been debating, you know, some different approaches, but like you mentioned earlier, I think having a co-host, you know, coming back uh, regularly uh, spices it up. And um, so that's something I'm looking to kind of bring back and do that. Let's talk about uh, past guests. I know we, we kind of hit on that a little bit. Uh, you talked about doing the individual thing as well as having two co-hosts. But how about like when you had the Sawdust Nation, how they have their own podcast and you brought all of them back on. Yeah. Now you have switched the script on them. Mm-hmm. How did that go in your mind? Yeah, that that was, um, you know, it was interesting because it was, uh, they, they obviously have their own flavor for their podcast. And I have my own flavor for my podcast. And... I didn't necessarily want a podcast takeover and, uh, but I, I did want, you know, I wanted to have it in my own like voice, my own flavor. Um, so I think there's, there is an inherent risk to doing something where there is that, uh, the same with, uh, Scott and Subban. So Scott, Subban and John, they're great friends. And that's actually why I wanted them on the podcast. John was supposed to be there, but he had a power outage. And so I wanted I wanted to kind of like make it feel like I was walking up to them in the lounge, you know, like if we were at work BenchCon and they were having a conversation and like, you know, I wanted it to be like me asking them a bunch of questions. That's, that's the kind of vibe that I want to get for the podcast. So, and I, I have to keep reminding myself of that kind of mission statement. That's why I called it the maker lounge. I wanted it to feel like if you were, you just come out of WorkbenchCon and everybody's hanging out around a table and just having a conversation. That's the feel that I want to go for. Um, so yeah, I, you know, sometimes the one-on-one conversations don't feel like that. It does feel like more of an interview. Um, so you lose a little bit of that, that lounge kind of, you know, loose conversation feel. And then like even what we're doing here is it's more interview style, right? Like you guys are interviewing me and, um, you know, cause I put you guys in that position. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, so it's, it's more interviewee instead of conversational, which is, it's okay to mix that up every once in a while, as long as it's not like every podcast is that same way. Um, yeah. You know, that's interesting not to inject my own podcast, but if you want to have a round table, mm-hmm. uh, that was something that we purposely, we try to stick to a guest interview. Yeah. Because after 100 episodes, how much more Matt Voltner is there to be discovered? Right. You know, so we try. It's hard. I love to talk. I love to hear myself talk. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to stay reined in and not dominate, especially when you have a guest that's quieter or more reserved. Yeah. Um, so it's it's neat to hear you say that you're actively trying to do that, but at the same time, uh, manage your own personal content to where it, it stays fresh every week. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how you play that out over the next 20 episodes. Yeah. So actually, I guess I didn't set this up very well, but this goes back to, hey, I told you guys you were running the show, right? So I didn't plan a lot. (laughs) But Dean, the reason why I specifically wanted you um, as one of the co-hosts today is because you said in, I think it was episode four or five, you said, get 20 episodes under your belt. And then do a, you know, just just think about, is this something that you want to continue doing, right? I, and I, I'm paraphrasing what you said. So, yeah. um, you know, here I am. Uh, this is episode 22. And um, 
we were trying to you know get this one scheduled in but we, we had some some stuff some conflicts but me just trying to look back on the on the 20 episodes you, you initially told me hey look don't buy don't buy a new mic um well you see i'm talking a new new mic yeah you've got a new mic you've got a fancy background you've got sound effects yeah. you've got patrons he's got this you've glow got you know this big old beautiful yeah. glow in that beard yeah. he's turned the resolution on our cameras down his is 4k <laughs> so actually one thing I, I normally have is i have this up over here so that's really get the glow that way mm -hmm. uh for those of you watching on youtube or on spotify we, we we have the video available there as well um and for those of you watching on youtube or spotify the Super Bowl has eight seconds left. So if you see me looking off screen, I'm just yeah. trying to see oh, yeah. you know, what's going on. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. Wow. It's it's a clincher, I guess, huh? I was tied with 20 seconds to go. So they just, uh, not to give it away if you guys aren't watching, but uh, yeah. they just got a field goal the Chiefs did. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, so, yeah the 20 episode mark, that was something that Vincent Ferrari, who has had several podcasts in this, you know, maker realm. Yeah. Um, right now he just he has another one that he just started up not too long ago digitally creative but Vincent always told us whenever we were starting that if you can get to 20 you can get to 100 but you have to get to 20 and a lot of people either like you're saying the weekly having to do this every week burns you out mm -hmm. um, and then you spend all this money on equipment and stuff and so yeah that's what I thought it was a good milestone I mean there's still days we're lucky we have three of us mm -hmm. so on the days where I'm just like I'm done I don't want to do this anymore it's just too much work right Austin or Christy pull me back in and, and I, we do the same, you know, Austin's like, I can't do this. And oh come on, man. We've, we're, we've got patrons. They were depending on us, yeah. you know, somebody's in their shop right now wanting to hear us. So, uh, yeah, you've made it to 20. So there's no reason you're, you're only stopping yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll be curious to see what the workload does to you because you are putting in a ton of work. What's the change in workload been like for you? Uh, so I, I'm going to leave a little bit of teaser just to make sure that people stick around to the end of the episode. Um, or maybe it will be slightly before the end so you don't just fast forward to the end. You'll never know. <laughs> I might just throw it in there and then you'll have missed it. How sad would that be? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the workload. So I think I'm experiencing a little bit of what you went through, Dean, when you started up the podcast. You know, you, you started up the podcast. You had been posting on instagram fairly regularly and um then you started doing the podcast and then it was like where's dean it's like yeah. it, it, dean disappeared there were like the, your last post was like june or something and you know it was like december you know it, it went quite some time yeah what i was making was a podcast right exactly so um th this has been a, a pretty good focus for me and also i have shifted my focus slightly away from Instagram because I'm to TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm dancing in bikinis on TikTok. So if you want to subscribe. Yeah, if you want to check that out. <laughs> you have to do it now. I mean yeah. there's just no way out of it. Yeah. I'm gonna get JB to do it for me. Justin Byers. <laughs> um a redneck in a in a bikini. That would be fun. So, and I can say that because he says he's redneck. So don't don't send me messages, but I can't say somebody's a redneck because he, he claims it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been it's been a workload shift for me. Um, I'm I'm kind of frustrated at Instagram uh, a little bit, uh, just because it's 
it's forced me to I, I've noticed that I've had a lot of a lack of creativity because I started getting into this rut of I need to post every day. And you could post every day and you could post crap every day. And a lot of people do. And that and you can tell, right? There's people just phoning it in for the algorithm. And, you know, I I'll admit early on, even when I started this podcast, I was like, yep, you should post every day because that's how you get discovered. Um, but what happens when you get discovered? Like, okay, sure, you can get brand sponsorships and things like that. That is awesome. But if you're sacrificing your creativity, then you just have to kind of like weigh it. So I kind of got into this. I was, I'm having to, I've got a full-time job, which that's my number one priority family aside of course that's my number one priority but then i have you know instagram and i've got the podcast and i'm trying to get my youtube going so how do i balance all well something has to give at some point so much like you i think dan i was like well i think i need to i need to lay something down and it it was instagram so I hadn't posted for a couple weeks over there on Instagram. Trey and I had have conversations about this. I just felt like I couldn't, like I didn't want to just post me squeezing out glue, right? Yeah. Uh, it you know that's what people are doing, or or scraping glue off their workbenches, or you know whatever. Now, there's there's fun things like you do as like a group, a community. Like the pencil sharpening thing was pretty fun to see all the different things that people were doing different ways to sharpen a pencil but some people are just are just posting to just to post you know to get discovered so i was like okay what is one thing that is hurting me as a creator and it was instagram so i stopped doing that and i really just started focusing on the podcast because i feel like the this format gives me a chance to talk with other creators and get the information that I would otherwise have gotten on Instagram a, a few years ago. People used to do build videos. Things were very inspirational. I've not, now gone on to, to YouTube and I'm binge watching YouTube and all of that is like studying. I can't study on Instagram anymore. Mm -mm. You know, and Instagram has now become TikTok to me, which is just a time filler, a toilet watch, you know, session kind of thing. And so I will be doing more Instagram stuff. I have brand sponsorships that I got to keep up with. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'll be doing that, but it's going to be things that I, I'm doing intentionally and not just to do it a post for a day. So you personally, do you find this more rewarding than, um, the Instagram side of things like you're getting to meet the people on a personal level that you're interviewing or right. not interviewing as we've talked about, but is this more rewarding to you overall? hundred percent. I would say that now my perspective might be different than his, but I had Derek on last week and since then we've been texting and just like having conversation that we wouldn't have had otherwise, right? And Derek is a phenomenal person. If anybody has a chance to meet him, 
he is he's the kindest person and you wouldn't get that on instagram like you could you could reach out and send a dm or something like that but you're never going to have that that connection so it's the same thing as like the reason why people love going to WorkbenchCon and IWF and all these different events, um, even maker meetups, is to make that personal connection. And Instagram is a, it's just a screen, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't really get to, like in here, you know, so I edit out some of the flubs and things like that, right? Just to make for a better listening experience. But, you know, some of it is just raw, you know? It's not, they're not all fun, jokey conversations. Some of them are dry, um, but meaningful. And like Chris Zepp, Chris Zepp was so inspirational. Uh, if you listen to that episode, the guy can talk, by the way, <laughs> he, he can, he can go on and, you know, we, we almost went, I don't know how long that episode ended up being, but I trimmed out quite a bit and just to listen to somebody like that and just the passion you, you you can pick it up on like watching YouTube, but you can't. It's hard to pick that up on Instagram because you got sixty seconds to make a mark. And um, so yeah, definitely, I'm I'm all about the podcast. You know, it's it's a, it's a great way to. And I I subscribe to other podcasts. You know, like listening to yours, Dean, and and how you guys interview the guests and things like that. There have been people I've followed because I listened to those episodes, and. You know, it's kind of my goal is to get people, get exposure to different people. So do I always want A-listers on the podcast? No, I want I want people who are going to be... Us, you want people like... I want people like you guys, yeah. <laughs> it's just this pretty face, I know. Yeah. I just invited you guys for your looks. <laughs> no, it, no, it's dude. interesting to hear you say that, Matt. Uh, I think kind of the same way. When Instagram moved away from still shots beauty shots you know project finish type shots into reels uh it's slowly more from you know i was trying to do a 60 second whatever the the max was here's because this is my project and then i realized that's not what is getting traction what gets traction is me scraping glue in a bikini Mm -hmm. and 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 i'm not i'm just talking about being funny i want to i want to see that thing yeah (laughs) right um, and, and then I start noticing my reels are 20 seconds and 13 seconds. And I'm like, what is the f-ing point right. of this? Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. But, you know, I spent an hour on the sofa editing a 13 second clip yeah. mm-hmm. that, and I tell you what else, the podcast, right. I feel like it's an open conversation. And so things can't be misconstrued. And I'm terrified of something I post on Instagram today, five years from now is controversial for some mm-hmm. reason. And it and it harms me, and so I really dial back who I am on Instagram mm-hmm. because I'm going to have a public page. I, I don't want to put something out there that is public and can hurt me later right. on. And so I, I don't feel the same way in the podcast because it's conversational. It's between me and you. Mm-hmm. We have listeners, but this conversation is between you and I. Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel kind of the same way. That's why I shifted more to the podcast. What's interesting is you have a bunch of – and I've said this in other episodes, it's you have a bunch of introverts getting together and talking to each other because I think mm-hmm. makers in general are introverts. They're people who like to work in their garage alone, typically. Um, you know, even if you watch, um, you know, Four Eyes, him and, and Sean Boyd, they're, they're in the shop together, but they're working on two different projects, you know, and uh, they collaborate and stuff together. But most of their builds lately have just been the two of them 
doing their stuff individually. So you've got a bunch of introverts getting together, but we all love it. Uh, that's a reason why everybody goes to those after parties, uh, you know, after those events or, uh, you know, you do the Houston woodworking show, let's say, and everybody's like, oh, are you going to dinner? Let's do dinner. You know, just going out and hanging out because <laughs> another thing is you get to listen to other people's conversations about them talking about something that you enjoy or maybe something that's just you, you don't. I've never done metalworking. Well, this episode is about metalworking. No, let me let me hear about it. Maybe I'll maybe that'll pique my interest into that. Um, and that's a conversation that you're you're listening to or you're part of that your wife or your spouse doesn't want to be part of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. all, all of us probably their wives our wives are tired of hearing about you know what you made in the shop that day. You know, <laughs> certainly. Uh, yeah, I live that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, back back to what you guys were talking about. Not to, not to keep going down the Instagram path, but I'm back to the old forum days where you would post pictures and like a build thing. That's when Instructables came mm -hmm. in. And if you guys mm -hmm. know Instructables, like I was really hot on that when I had the time and did my own style of uh, stuff rather than getting sucked into this Instagram 13, 10 to 13 second window every single day and reels and it's got to be trending audio. But like that's what I enjoyed and I'll say even uh, Matt you've probably followed along but on the Bessie uh, ceiling yeah. rack like I stretched that thing out but I did 10 to 13 seconds but I did start to finish every single day and bombed I mean it just like nobody cared they just wanted to see that finish and it's like no this took two and a half weeks out of my life of just thought process yeah. I even shared like the fails of it but no one cares no one wants to see that no one wants to understand the thought process the engineering behind it like what you had to overcome to get this to work yeah. and they just want to finish beautiful project and well know. dean you've but probably yes. seen this on your uh making our way podcast that the those episodes continue to pick up new views or new listens um as you go along and if you're doing something right, the the episode count keeps going up week to week, right? Like yeah. when I first started, I was like, ooh, I made 100, you know, 100 listens. That's awesome. And, you know, now approaching four and 500 uh, downloads or, or plays. And it there's a consistent trend to it, which means that you're doing something right, I think. Uh, whereas if you post something on Instagram, you, it could be your best work. Or if you post something on YouTube, it could be your best work. And it probably is going to bomb because... Or it could be you shredding paper and it's the most viewed video yeah, you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's So there's, there's a sense of comfort, I think, too, that you get doing something like this. Because you're like, okay, people are finding value. You know, you pick up uh, Patreon members. That means that, okay, those people are finding value in it. Um, you know, and then there's now you're having conversations with those people and they're they're now feeding into your content. Um, so like we have a Discord channel for the Patreon members and it's great to get their feedback on the episodes because when somebody listens to an episode, if, if they're not a Patreon member, if they're not part of the chat, um, they play it and they move on to the next podcast, right? 
And then next week you post another one, they listen to it, and then we go on to the next podcast. You don't ever get that feedback. You don't get the like. You don't get the comment. You know, hopefully somebody leaves a, a review of the episode or the podcast. That's the goal. But, you know, often they don't. Um, you know, I'm guilty of other podcasts that I listen to not leaving a review. And, um, but it, it means the world to, to the people who are doing the podcasts um, because it helps them understand how to better cater that content. I was going to ask you, what is your why is the why, why are you doing this podcast? Is it, you know, another Avenue to feed into your empire? Is it something (laughs) you get that's self-fulfilling? You know, what is the, the true why that, that why do you book the next episode? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think the, the initial thought was like gathering makers together to talk about their craft right and that's still part of the the intro is you know sitting around talking shop with each other it's finding out ways that you do something or maybe there's something that you do like um you know trey's got into fiber lasers lately right and that's interesting to me you know so let's talk about fiber lasers um and then I can, you know, it's me having a one-on-one conversation or a, a two or three-on-one kind of conversation, just learning about something that I have no idea about. Um, that it, it's things that pique my curiosity. And so for me, selfishly, it was a way for me to have an avenue to just ask a bunch of people a bunch of different questions. And so that was the initial reason why to do this. Um, and then as I got into the episodes, I started to go like, okay, yeah, this, it is fulfilling the why, you know, and, and hearing about people's stories too, it, it's reassuring. Cause these are things that people don't share often, you know, in a YouTube video, it doesn't play well in the YouTube arena. Sure. And so you can, you can have a conversation with somebody and they're like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really struggling with this or, um, you know, it's just, it's real conversations. It's not, it's not phony conversations. People are, people really pour their heart out in podcasts. So what is your interview process or how do you select people to find out other than you, you talked about finding people intriguing and want to bring those on. Um, how do you go about that? Yeah. Because not everybody is going to be, uh, podcast worthy you you know what i'm saying oh yeah (laughs) so um actually that's it's a great question because when i'm getting ready to to have a guest on um i had asked a couple people hey do you want to be on the podcast or whatever and then i'll see or hear them on something else and i'm like oh it's a really dry conversation right so that'll now i i'm geared up for that conversation like okay this one might be a little bit more dry or they've not done this before. Uh, so, you know, what can I do to kind of pull that out of them? And so right now, kind of my approach is if I ask somebody, now there are people who have asked me to be on the podcast and I, I kind of go through a vetting process for that. Um, so I've got somebody, I've never talked to this person. Have you raised your rates? You charged me 500. You've- You're not supposed to tell people how much I charged you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I charged you $500 for you to be on the podcast. <laughs> right. You said it was an exposure that you had this huge account. Right, yeah. and I was going to get all these new followers. Yeah. Did and... that happen? 
No, of course not. <laughs> well, he told me I was going to get a surf prep sander. That's why I wore the shirt. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's there's a guy. Um, I, so YouTube is, is a great place for me to get inspiration because I can see their mm. personality. Um, unless it's just like a, you know, no face channel. But uh, Nick Sawyer um, from uh, Sawyer Design Furniture. I just picked up his channel. I started watching some of his stuff and I was like, this dude, like he does some complex stuff on his channel. So after binge watching, you know, probably five or six different of his uh, videos, I was like, I think this people really enjoy hearing about how he comes up with his, his builds and stuff like that. So I reached out to him. So sometimes it's like that. Um, and so he's, he's, we're scheduling actually today. I was talking to him. We're trying to schedule um, that recording. Um, but then, you know, it's sometimes it's just having a conversation with somebody and they're like, man, I've been really enjoying your podcast. And I'm like, Oh, I hadn't even thought about, it. I should probably have this person on. So that's kind of the like, it's, it, there's no like hard, fast rule, but obviously it's, you know, a talking medium. So I want the person to be able to talk. And, uh, lately I've been telling people when they get, when we're kind of warming up, I'll tell them if you're talking 90% of the time it's going to be a great episode because they're here to hear you right now. Dean, your, your thoughts, I think are probably a little bit maybe different because <laughs> when we first started the podcast, you were like, people are going to come back to hear Matt. Right. Yeah. So that's an interesting part. You know, we, I just got done, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes ago saying you don't want to make it the Matt show. You're here to interview mm -hmm. guests. But that's why we do segments so that we try to give something. I think about like the Howard Stern show. People come to listen to Howard Stern, yeah. not who the guests are. So if you want a repeatable audience, you know, you need to relate it to, hey, this is Matt and these are his format and his dad jokes. And this is what you get mm -hmm. out of it. And that's what brings people back, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, we're interviewing you. I know we talked about growth and, and things like that. I know that was a growing pain I had to go through is to talk mm -hmm. less. Let the guests talk. Yeah. It's interesting to hear how you pick ho uh, guests because I don't pick any yeah. guests. Uh, I may occasionally tell Christy, you know, hey, what about this guy? But Christy books all the guests, and it's so nice to share those burdens. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine having to do everything. You're doing the editing. Yeah. You're lining up the guests. You're setting up the schedule. You do all kind of neat. Uh, why don't you go into what made you decide to do all the Sizzler reels and, like, all the, you know, pre-videos you do an amazing job of advertising the podcast thank you yeah so as a new podcast it's difficult because nobody knows you're you exist and um i thought you know how can i get my podcast out there i thought well i've got you know i've got an audience on instagram let me try it on there so i tried posting on my voltner woodworking instagram page Anytime I posted those on my Voltner Woodworking one, they bombed. And so, really, um, so then I started putting it on the the Maker Lounge podcast Instagram and inviting people as a collaborator. And you know, I always tell the guest, "Hey, I'm gonna put you as a collaborator. There's you're under no obligation to accept, right? So most, you know, most of people are are doing at least one of the." I might do three or four or sometimes seven, depending on if there's a lot of great content or if I have time really is what it comes down to. Um, 
And so I was like, well, this is a great way for me to, to get that out there. And as I started doing that, I realized, okay, this is going on somebody else's page. I've really got to make sure that it, uh, that it can stand on its own, right? Because this may be my first introduction to their audience and I want it to be a good one. So that's why I try to like cherry pick some of the clips from the episodes without giving too much of the episode away. Those alone have come so far, especially with the, uh, you know, the profile picture and everything you've done on that. Like they have, that that alone has just climbed tremendously. Well, thank you. Yeah, I would tell anybody if if you don't pay for the pro version of Canva, and this is not sponsored by Canva, but if you don't pay for the pro version of Canva, it's a great way for you to get some great um, looking uh, graphics for a very low cost of entry. And so um, that's what I start doing with my, my thumbnails. And um, sometimes I'll, I'll put that as my, the, as the picture for a specific reel. So that way it's not a picture of them with their eyes shut or something like that, you know? Um, and I don't remember how much it costs, maybe 10, 12 bucks, something like that. It's, it's so worth it. You know, uh, initially the podcast was not making any money. It was costing me quite a bit of money. Um, because you know you pay for I pay for uh, the Adobe suite I, I was paying for Canva I was paying for uh, Riverside uh, which we're recording on um, paying for the web well I didn't have a website at first but once I started getting some Patreon members I was like okay now the podcast is paying for itself and I'm, I'm not making money on it every dollar right now is going into basically the, the streaming service or uh, things like that. Now I have brought on, of course, uh, Surf Prep as a sponsor, and that has helped me. Now I have a website, you know, uh, better microphone, um, you know, think just things like that, like stickers and swag and giveaways and stuff like that. So right now, every dollar is going back into the episodes just to make them a little bit better. That's amazing. Uh, it, it's amazing that it's self-sustaining at this mm-hmm. point. Only twenty episodes in, so. High five, virtual high five to I'll you. I'll take it. Where's the camera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think you know we've reached we've reached this up to. Let's talk about the future. I mean, how do you want to see it grow? Yeah. Um, I, I want to continue having on guests who are just starting. You know, their their hobby, woodworking or metalworking or, or whatever type of making that they're doing. I want to have those guests on still because those are relatable conversations. And so I, I don't want to deviate from that. Um, of course, having people on like Jimmy and Izzy and, and Chris and Derek and Jason and, you know, just tons of well-known yeah. people, um, you know, it, it kind of sets a bar, right? And so that's the challenge is I I want to continue doing those conversations, but I also don't want to be unrelatable. Um, When you listen to those people though, they are so relatable. They're, they're you and me. And you know, they have, did they have numbers behind them? Right. And so that's another great thing about the podcast is you get to pick up on all that kind of stuff. So kind of like for the future of the, the podcast, I want to continue doing that type of stuff, but I also am seriously considering bringing on somebody um, 
So I've talked with uh, Joseph from Joe Jacks. He may become a sponsor of the podcast and help out with uh, some of the technical stuff. And so we'll, um, we're, we're having those conversations now. So I'm, you know, looking forward to that potential because it is, it takes a long time. Like just yeah. getting the audio right. You've got somebody who has uh, a microphone that is, you know, they're talking through their, their iPhone cords and it's really tinny or whatever. And me as a listener of other podcasts, if the audio is not balanced, it gets me to just instantly tune out, skip to the next, you know, do I really, is the guest worth it? And sometimes I don't even, I don't even know if the, that guest is worth it on other podcasts because I've already tuned them out. There's already a barrier there. And so I think high quality um, audio, uh, video, if you're you know going to post it on YouTube or whatever, that's important. So I am talking to him about uh, doing some of that. So hopefully we can make that happen. Let's uh, venturing into future. Is there anything that you have done that you will not absolutely do again <laughs> in future episodes? Mm. Oh, man. I wasn't expecting this one. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm trying to do, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do better, um, at vetting out guests. Um, like we kind of talked about before, if, if there's somebody who, you know, they're a great person and they do great stuff, but they may not be a great fit for a, an audio medium then I have to just tell myself that I have to tell them no. Like, it, mm -hmm. I, I love you, but I don't think this is going to work, right? But I hate doing that. So at some, you know, do you put the episode out? Do you, um, do you cut the episode short? You know? You have mysterious technical difficulties and you lost yeah. the recording. <laughs> there have been quite a few technical difficulties uh, with this. Uh, you know, just over the 20 different episodes, like when we first came on, uh, we had, we had this happen. Did I, did we lose you? You're going to have so to start I'm, over, Matt. Yeah, well, Matt's you. audio, I'll go ahead and say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Trey, I know we're just barely familiar with each other, but you'll Is know it? exactly where you stand with me. I don't. Yeah. And that's, and I respect that more than, <laughs> than you can imagine, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep the Foley in there. You know, I think that's, I think it's fun to, to, that's, yeah, that's to, to keep the bells uh, I mean, and, and all that kind of stuff in there. Um, yeah, it's, that's just, and it, so here's the other thing. I was talking to somebody about YouTube and I was like, why are my YouTube videos just not getting views? Right. And they said, well, you do great on like the intros for the podcasts. Just do that for your YouTube. So I'm, I'm like going through this like internal struggle. How do I, cause if you think about the, the various platforms, Instagram is one way. YouTube is a totally different platform. Podcast is a totally different platform. How do I show people my personality on YouTube? It, you know, and kind of do. Are you talking about these videos? Your ep the yeah, podcast people, videos? People say that, no, 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 no. On, on my vault in the oh, woodworking. Okay. You're talking about yeah. your Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 So I'm like, how do I, how do I do that? But yeah, I don't know. So bikinis, yeah, bikinis. Yep. TikTok videos. 
It's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, it just has to happen. You're, now. You're, so you're experiencing the evolution of Matt. I think you know. There's. I'm starting to find my my groove on the podcast. I think, and um, I was listening back. You know, kind of pre- uh, preparing myself for this for this podcast episode, and I was listening back to some of those earlier episodes, and I was like. Oh, these are so cringe. Like, I can't, I can't believe people listen to me, you know? Well, it wasn't just you. I mean, as well as like, yeah, I won't name any names, but there's a few that just, they just kind of like you said, they just don't work Mm -hmm. out on a podcast situation. Great people, love them, uh, speak to them often. It's just, they just don't make uh, podcast people. I don't know how else to say it. Like, it has nothing to do with them. They're not as great as you guys. Keeping the ball rolling. (laughs) <laughs> the other thing is, even though we can see each other, you lose that uh, body language to let you know. And so when you get more than, especially more than three yeah. people, when to come in, when is it okay to talk? And that leads to those awkward pauses that as a listener can, you know, they're not engaging like we are right, right here. Mm-hmm. And so those awkward pauses make the podcast feel dry. Yeah. Um, and, and that's difficult. It's 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 an interesting dance and you have to learn the moves yeah. for sure. But just like you were saying, like it's hard uh, to overtalk somebody that you don't know, or you don't want to be rude to. Like Dean, you and I, we we don't talk on a normal basis. So I don't no. want to be rude to you, but uh, so then go ahead and be rude. It's shy fine. away from jumping in. <laughs> but no, I, it's the truth. I mean, but we're both adults. We're all adults. We're not trying to be rude by it. But yes, I agree. We see each other. We're talking. He obviously doesn't know you, in, Dean. He said we're all but... adults. I was gonna say. Uh... <laughs> What's been real hard is talking to Matt when I want to talk to you about the arcade games that you build and yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And I know everything there is to know but about no, Matt. no, we got to interview this hat. bearded guy, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, we could go into the next episode and, and, and talk to Trey about arcade games. Well, look, on my podcast, we do a thing called This or That, where we give you know, the guest some options to see which way they would go. Mm-hmm. And I've got a This or That for you. You came out the gate with a strong theme song and a strong logo. But if you had to move on from one of those and develop a version two, do you think you would change the logo or the theme song? That's great. Um, I actually did change the logo. Um, and then I I think I just sent it to you, Trey, maybe, and showed you a couple different versions of it. Oh, the microphone's gone. What? Oh, it... it was it the microphone and then it changed to yes. the so, saw beard? So I have two different stickers, actually. Um, yeah, the, the the main logo is is this one. And okay. so uh, mm-hmm. for those of you listening, it's, it's basically got my glasses and headphones. And then like a, instead of the beard, it's, just, it's like a quarter of a saw blade. And then it says Maker Lounge Podcast on one side. Then I was like... I don't know if I like this. I kind of started to steer a different direction. So I came up with this alternate logo, which is, it has a microphone in the center. And so I, I tr- tried this out on a, a few different people and they're like, that looks like every it's, podcast logo yeah, out there. It's nowhere near you know? as good. That's and nowhere so near I had the good. stickers made. Um, so I'm, I'll be giving those away at, at WorkbenchCon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, version yeah. one is so much yeah. better. So I'm like, you know what? Stick to yourself. Stick to your own, um, you know, unique identity. It's it's kind of a blend between my Voltner Woodworking uh, logo. In fact, you know, so I had paid a graphic designer to do basically everything that I kept on on this was the glasses, 
and a quarter of the saw blade from my uh so this is a blend of my two different logos that that i had a designer do and then i did all the rest of this to kind of make it unique so i wanted people to, to be able to see this and have a visual association with me um and so i was like okay i think i'll just stick with that and so to answer the question would you stick with the logo i'm trying to avoid or... the question <laughs> <laughs> next question please um no right. so so yeah to answer the question um i would i would have stuck with the, the original logo and not spent the probably 20 hours i had invested in coming up with a different logo and the intro song i think is is fantastic um it, i came across it uh, you know subscribed to actually three different uh music services where i can get music from which is overkill i understand but that's me <laughs> um and i found that one and i was like this, this is kind of cool but i don't know if it yeah i don't know if it, it is me you know like it's a great song um but i don't sure. know if it mirrors what the actual lounge feel that i was initially going for so uh to answer the question the song that's a. I, I like that answer. I, I think you hit it on the head. I think it's a great song. I like it every time it comes on. But it, yeah, it's not lounging right. for sure. Yeah, it, it, I picked it because it was different, and I wanted you know, like I've been saying, it, I wanted the podcast to be different, and um, you know, it it was a unique kind of flair. Uh, but then you know, we kicked off the episodes, and it was like, yeah, this it doesn't really match. But then it became the song. Um, yeah. So, but it, it works. works. It, it's like like everybody said. It's not bad. It doesn't deter. It do, it doesn't take away from yeah. anything. It just, you know, I, I I respect your answer, but I'm not a. I wouldn't tell you to change it yeah. by any means. But yeah, and I like the original logo too. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, twenty hours down the tubes. It's, a, it, it's on my wall. So. That's right. Yeah, you you got one of the the yeah. first banners. So uh, the future of the, the podcast, uh, we'll leave that to the, the Patreon members. Um, but if, if you are, uh, as I, somebody else called them freeloaders, and I, I just, that stuck with me. <laughs> I'm a freeloader of a lot of podcasts. Uh, Non-patrons, yeah. y'all call freeloaders? Yeah. I'm, I'm a freeloader of a lot of, I'm a freeloader of the Make Our, Making Our Way podcast. I'm a freeloader yeah. of this podcast, and I've been on four episodes now. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of great exclusive content that other podcasts put out. Um, I'm a patron of a couple different podcasts. Um, they do, you know, different hangouts and stuff like that, which is which is kind of cool. Um, so, but yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna save that for the after show. <laughs> I would be a patron. I'm just waiting for the content. Yes. To get better. <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> Check back with me in about twenty episodes. Yeah. No Technical man, they've been great. Everyone drops getting, off. Yeah, everyone's been getting yeah. better and better. I, uh, I was kind of curious what went on in the Patreon, so maybe I do need to pay up so I can mm -hmm. no longer be there a freeloader. <laughs> All right. Uh, so speaking of things that I have changed since the last few episodes, is I, uh, I had some uh, nice advice from somebody who said, "Hey, you should probably just have." 
their Instagram and, and social media handles ready and you just say them out uh, instead of like just saying, okay, tell people where they can find you. Uh, so that's one thing that I've started doing is just like, okay, they can find you here and they can find you there. Cool. You know, because it is the wrap up portion of the episode. And, um, and so, you know, people can tell when it's the end of the episode, <laughs> just like a YouTube video. And so if I'm trying, one thing I'm going to try to get better at is bringing the listener all the way to the end and, um, and trying to wrap up as fast as I can the episode. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to do that, but so I'm not there yet. And I don't have, I don't see the, the, the retention graphs. So Trey, they can find you, um, at handcrafted underscore by underscore Trey on Instagram and they can find you on YouTube handcrafted by Trey. Same. Awesome. Same. And Dean, you are Dean underscore Duplantis D U P L A N. Well, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> That works. Yeah. Uh, so you're there and you're also on YouTube. You doing any YouTube content? Soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. I look forward to, to seeing that. And you Speeding up the outro. Yeah. He's doing and, much better. And you can follow me at Voltner Woodworking on Instagram and YouTube. And I tell people don't follow me on TikTok because it's just reposts of my Instagram content. Follow the Maker Lounge podcast on Instagram and YouTube as well. And leave a review for the podcast. If you want to get in on the after show that we do, uh, head over to patreon.com slash maker lounge podcast. And huge thanks to Surf Prep for sponsoring today's episode. Again, surfprepsanding.com. Use the code maker lounge, all one word for 10% off your sanders and abrasives, anything on their store. So thank you to the Patreon uh, members. We have a number of rock star patrons. We've got Jimmy McAnally. We've got Matthew with Archiano Sirio. Victor with Wim Design, Justin with Calvary Customs, LLC, and Brent Jarvis with Clean Cut Woodworking. So join nice. the Rocksteer patron uh, level. That is the top level, and there's only a number of slots available. So uh, head over to patreon.com slash podcast and check that out. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thanks. Done.